Hello. Hello. I'm Justin. I'm Allison. And this is episode 50 of Robots 50. on Typewriters. I can't believe it's been 50 episodes. That is like actually nuts. Um, yeah. I also, I did look up the other day to see how many episodes of Sturgis Podmore we made to see when we will outlive right? Sturgis Podmore. 57. Uh, yeah. Well, so we're we have there. A, we're right on its tail. I yeah. Was, I was thinking like, I never thought we would make it this long, but no, I, I basically knew we would. Like for sure, it's kind of what we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'm I'm surprised it's already been fifty, but like less yeah. surprised. I feel like a week or two ago we were like, oh my god, like it feels like we just started, but now it's like, yeah, I feel like we've been at this for a while. Yeah, yeah, I feel like the gimmick's sure. almost dried up. <laughs> oh no. no, I don't actually feel that way. <laughs> I feel like there is so much in the world of computational creativity robots computers algorithms that stuff that yeah i mean we've got plenty of podcasts left to make what is this podcast (laughs) you you i don't know because you definitely didn't just say it but um this is this is robots on typewriters a podcast about computational creativity where we talk about funny interesting entertaining stuff that um people make using computers Random generation, AI, different kinds of stuff like that. And um, we also try to make some of it ourselves. And so we have two segments on this show, the first of which is our zesty hat. And it is my turn to don the zesty hat. And actually, I was just thinking today, relevant to our prior conversation, mm-hmm. that, you know, as I feel like most weeks when it's mine, zesty hat, I'm like, oh man, I don't have anything yet. And like, I haven't, I also haven't like seen anything in the last week that's jumped out at me. And then I just like go on Twitter and I find something. (laughs) And that kind of is very reassuring every time that like, yeah, like we're, we're not exhausting this stuff yet. There is constantly new stuff to talk about. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think our, the very name of our podcast kind of hints at that, like the idea of a an infinite yeah. amount of robots on typewriters is like increasingly where we are in in the discourse right now. The people always have computers yeah. to make fun of. So it's great. Yeah. Um and so this thing that I that I just saw um is something called MuseNet. Have you heard about MuseNet? Uh it rings my bell. So the reason it it does is probably because it is um, a tool generated by or it's a tool made by um, OpenAI, which we have talked mm. about before. Um, and I've been doing a lot of musical hats recently. Um, and so what this is is um, kind of similar. Uh, I bet um, I don't you know I don't actually know like which came first, um, but it's it's similar to Dada bots, which I t- which I talked about. Um, I think two weeks ago for my last hat um and so what it does is a it's a musenet is a deep neural network that can generate four minute musical compositions with 10 different instruments and can combine styles from country to mozart to the beatles um and uh i'm just reading this blurb that is on their site because it's very informative and um distills the information in a way that i can easily comprehend um musenet was not explicitly programmed with our understanding of music but instead discovered patterns of harmony rhythm and style by learning to predict the next token in hundreds of thousands of MIDI files. Um, and something interesting is that um, at the moment of recording this and of this going up, this episode, um, 
it is current it's not um wait is that true yes that is true um it's not a tool that can be used by anybody but um oh wait jk jk i misread everything isn't it backwards <laughs> isn't it the opposite it's of what backwards you're about to say? <laughs> it's completely backwards oh no i didn't try it out because i just completely read <laughs> that I thought it was like on May twelfth. This will be available to the public. But, until oh no. <laughs> it says until. Oh no! So you have you have very little time. <laughs> Run! Don't walk to try out MuseNet. Oh no! Um, uh, if you're interested in other AI generated music using transformers, we recommend checking out Magenta's piano generation work. So. Yeah, if if MuseNet's dead by the time you listen to this, <laughs> go check out Magenta instead. I think MuseNet's just going to like go into hiding for a while then be back. Probably. Yeah. Um but th- so there's there's a couple of different samples on here that you can um that you can check out. Um for example, there's a model um here here the model is given the first six notes of a Chopin nocturne, but is asked to generate a piece in a pop style with piano, drums, bass and guitar. Well, I actually just listened to that Bon Jovi and Chopin and it sounds really rad. Right? It's really good. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's it's just another cool thing. I really, I love messing with music and, um, like, neural networks and the, and this kind of, like, I, I think it's super, super cool because music is this thing that is, like, somewhat, like, it, it, it's this kind of data that, like, on paper looks like nothing, but then is, like, you know, and it is a bunch of, like, essentially like numbers in a way that are all like laid out in specific patterns and stuff like that and then and and so that can be learned and then reproduced by uh neural nets and stuff like that so i i think this is a, a very interesting kind of project and something that i would be like very interested in messing around with myself um this is pretty interesting so i'm i'm trying to read this quickly and i might be wrong but this is a little different than how data bots worked okay so data bots was completely uh end-to-end um that is to say it learned to listen to audio and produce audio and the stuff Mm -hmm. in the middle was just audio or like it's it's a statistical transformation of audio like you couldn't listen to like what's going on inside its brain but it didn't break down the audio and reconstruct it in any kind of way um or in any kind of way that's sensible to a human. That's not true of MuseNet. So MuseNet, you kind of hinted at this, and I've been like frantically reading since you mentioned the word <laughs> tokens. So when you yeah. tokenize data, uh, that's not unlike... So TextGen RNN tokenizes data. You, you give it words or you give it sentences or whatever, but it breaks it down into letters. So tokens are smaller pieces of the data that are like individual objects for the the neural network or for the the system to learn from. So MuseNet tokenizes the music apparently. So it it gets audio in, but it also has, it must have some kind of tags. Like that is to say the music has annotations uh, at some Mm -hmm. point where it it tells the neural net, this is this composer. So composer name, these notes are whatever particular notes they're played by whichever particular instruments and the style. In any case, it breaks down, like there's annotation to what the music is. 
So that's why you can pick, when you play with MuseNet, you can pick the style, you can pick the intro style, you can pick the instruments, and you can pick the number of tokens. So you can, there are all those individual components that uh, are annotated for the system. So it's not just like data bots where it doesn't know what's going right. on in there. It's just audio to audio. This is right. uh, okay. this has different layers to it, and I think that might be what is meant by a deep neural net. Um, okay. I think people might toss that phrase around a little bit, and it just refers to that there's lots of layers, but you could have lots of layers for a system that has, you know, you could put extra layers on uh, text gen RNN or something, and then is it deep? Yeah. I don't know. But for something like this, where there's lots of different components that are like different, uh, different like actual pieces of data, I guess, different tokens mm -hmm. or different like categories of tokens, there needs to be different layers that each handle different, uh, different categories of tokens. Yeah. Okay. That is that's very interesting. The other so the other thing that I that is on this so you can um you can find uh this at openai.com slash blog slash musenet. Um and if you scroll down that page, you will find a like two hour Twitch stream VOD um where it seems like uh Musenet it they it is open it's uh, called the OpenAI Musenet concert. Um and it looks like what they did is they just streamed um MuseNet going on, um, just going on for for a bit, making uh, some songs based on all these different artists or genres. So like, I haven't watched the whole thing, but just skipping through, I've seen like in the style of Taylor Swift, in the style of the Beatles, and in the style of jazz, in the style of blue bluegrass. <laughs> <laughs> um, my new favorite band, um, bluegrass, um, in the style of Rachmaninoff. So um, that also, I I've listened to a bit of it. <laughs> Unlike Dada bots, that actually might be something nice to have on in the background while you're like doing work. Um, yeah. Maybe not. It is like MIDI files, which are a little bit stringent sometimes. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's really cool. Um, oh man, I'm reading am... further down on this page. They talk about the oh, embeddings. Please. This is like an accomplishment in terms of like data annotation, I guess. Okay. So like they said, we add several different kinds of embeddings to give the model more structural context. And when they say embeddings, they mean what I was talking about of like tagging yeah. different things about the music. So they say, in addition to standard positional embedding, so that is to say like which note, like, you know, fifth C or whatever. I don't know how music works. They, <laughs> yeah, they also add embeddings that track the passage of time. So like notes that are the same yeah, time in the yeah. song and like time between like since the last note and then they have embeddings of whether a note is part of a chord and what chord it's part of and like yeah so they have lots of structural embedding like so the data is like or the the when i say the data the songs they're feeding in are like annotated extremely deeply like there's so yeah, much information okay. being passed which is kind of the opposite of data bots which is really right. interesting that it's two very different approaches to accomplishing a yeah. somewhat similar task yeah yeah i that's it's I, I think it's it's so cool um i want to play around with it now that i know that i can only <laughs> until may 12th um so uh yeah check that out i think um and and like if you find any other like music related computational creativity stuff send it my way because i think it's really cool um yeah that's that's my hat yeah, very cool hat. Uh, I always enjoy Thanks. the OpenAI stuff. I just stuff. got it. <laughs> nice. I always enjoy the OpenAI stuff because they're 
on the i mean on the one hand i always go into it wanting to hate it because it's like all the big <laughs> like tech bros that run yeah. the thing but like also that means they have like really top-notch researchers and like tons of resources for this stuff yeah exactly so yeah no they always have really cool stuff like that so from uh dota bots to data bots kind of <laughs> they didn't do data bot but you know it kind of works anyway thanks for the hat i have a bit of an experimental zesty Ooh. nope trashy toy this week zesty toy i call this imitation dating game <laughs> okay i like it so you may be familiar with the idea of the turing test or you've probably yes. heard it colloquially used for the uninitiated. Oh, so the your your title's even better. I thought it was just like computers plus the dating game. No, was no, the no. Joke. No, it's there's even some, better. There's some layers to this one. I had like a yeah. whole hour to write this and like think about this game. <laughs> I had an hour where I didn't have a computer, but also I had to think about this game. So it was mostly workshopping titles and then figuring out rules to a game that worked. So for those of you who maybe have heard the term Turing test before and aren't completely familiar with it or maybe don't know it at all, you might have heard of the movie The Imitation Game about Alan Turing's life. So Alan Turing was back in like World War II era Britain, a early computer programmer and computer scientist. And he had this idea for how to measure AI. And he said that the test of whether an AI is like truly intelligent is playing an imitation game with it that is to say one human talks to both an ai and uh, another human through like a computer terminal where they have to type answers in so you get the answer looks the same no matter who you're talking to and you don't know whether it's the human or the ai and a truly artificial and like a truly intelligent ai would be able to fool like yeah would be able to fool the human into thinking that they are that the AI is the human partner. So the Turing test itself uh, wasn't really done in Turing's lifetime because there weren't AI that were really up to that kind of challenge. But in uh, basically since the 60s, since Eliza, who we've shown on this program before, people have tried out different kind of chatbots in Turing test style imitation games. And over the past a uh, couple of decades there's been a competition called the Leibner Prize or Lebner or Loebner or eh, whatever where people all submit their chatbots to compete in the imitation game style uh, competition of intelligence so for today's imitation dating game Allison will be playing the role of <laughs> the human and you have three lovely botchelers Ooh. Two of your <laughs> botulers. botulers. It sounds a little I bit too much. I love how much that sounds like botulism. Yep, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Two of your botulers attractive. will be uh, real uh, artificial intelligence slash chatbot type things. And one will be, so one kind of constraint of the imitation game is often uh, both the human and the chatbot will have a contrived persona that if you're talking to the bot the bot might be like the bot's supposed to be a you know 16 year old swimmer mm -hmm. and right. the human might be assigned you're a 32 year old plumber something like that okay that way both <laughs> so people have a like big a, old improv game it is basically that it's like 
it's kind of like a almost like a professional courtesy to the bot that like the bot is going to have some kind of personality put on it so right. they want so for the purpose of the game uh you can't say like right. you know where do you work and expect the person to like then describe in great detail their office and then just right. easily prove okay that's the human right right so right. uh following that i have created uh i have used generative tools to make myself a Ooh. persona so one of your three botchelers will be me answering from the persona the other two i will type your answers to ai partners and yeah you can try to figure out who is who so please it. refer to your partners as bachelor number one bachelor number two and bachelor number three so <laughs> okay. we can keep straight who is who and <laughs> Uh, I don't know if it's going to have any chance at actually fooling you. So at the end, we'll just talk about, you know, who, what you thought of okay. your, your your botulers. Sounds good. And if you're not familiar I, I, with the dating was... game, that was a, a, a game show where, you know, someone had to have three mystery dates and they picked who they wanted to have a date with. Oh, I'm so nervous. <laughs> I won't be doing character voices because you don't pay me. <laughs> oh, if I did, do, will you do character voices? If sure. I Venmo you like $25, will you do character voices? <laughs> of course. <laughs> Cut to you doing character voices so that the listeners can only assume I did Venmo you $25. <laughs> All right. Hit me with these questions. I can ask any botular in any order that I choose yeah. or do I have Yeah, okay. it might take some time for me to type and get responses sure. slash figure out what to say. but <laughs> Sure. But yeah, you can ask anyone in any order. Is this where you start with like bachelor number three because you think that's going to be me? <laughs> so you want to really fuck with me or something? No, I, I don't even know why I asked. I just like, I, I like. Yeah, you can feel free to ask the same question to all three. Okay. You can ask one question to one, one question to the other, one question to the third, whatever okay. you like. Yeah, I'm going to ask bachelor number one. Let's just start out with bachelor number one first. And I'm going to ask. Are you a morning person or a night owl? I am a real robot. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know people like that. that. So I'm guessing that means that they're like probably a night owl, right? Just like burning the midnight oil because they're a fucking robot. Yeah, okay. burn any kind of oil. Any kind of oil. Um, Robots hate the environment. Oh, oh no. Bachelor number one. Um, <laughs> to okay. be clear, when we are talking between yeah, questions, no, I get it. That, is not, that is the host. I get it. That is, who is the host of that? Bob Newhart? That sounds Bob Dylan? Right. Bob Dylan? I cannot do a Bob Dylan character voice either. Okay. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> what if I find you $25? Um, okay. Bachelor number two, I'll ask you the same question. What are you looking for? No, no, no. <laughs> I will <laughs> ask you the same question, asks a different question. <laughs> are you a morning person or a night owl? I like mornings. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I think, yeah, that sounds good. Good for you. All right, bachelor number three. <laughs> are you a morning person or a night owl? Both, depending. Sometimes I'm up late. Sometimes I'm up early. What the fuck? I thought you said you weren't doing character voices. Um, okay. 
I like your personality. You seem to have a little zest to you. Um, and a little hat. And a little hat. I like your tiny little hat. Um, speaking of your tiny little hat, um, zesty, no, <laughs> zesty hat. <laughs> um, Pasha, <laughs> Jesus You're Christ. You're just asking random inanimate objects now. <laughs> Bachelor number three, I'm going to go back to you. How do you like to have fun? Going to sleep. <laughs> Wait. Okay, so you're just really, like, not into <laughs> being awake, I guess. Or, like, you like to wake up in the morning and then go to sleep at, like, seven, I'm guessing. Okay, all right. This is I don't... where the host says, early to bed, early to rise. I guess I am doing character voices. <laughs> You do have to preface everything with this is when the host says. <laughs> and I'm just going to assume that's the host as well. And that's his catchphrase. I'm going to ask a different question to bachelor number two. I hate saying bachelor. Um, <laughs> if you have a better word, hit me with it. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Damn um, right you don't. <laughs> uh, bachelor number two. What are your best qualities? I always treat people fairly. Okay, that sounds good. So you like mornings and you treat people fair. Okay, yeah. Okay, you sound nice. Um, bachelor number one. I can't remember what you said about... Oh, you're a robot. Okay, bachelor number one. Um, what are you looking for in a date? I am looking for a way to wipe out the human virus. What the fuck? <laughs> Am I allowed to say fuck on this show? Um, <laughs> we only air on uh, 11 p.m. cable in Britain, so yes. <laughs> um, After the watershed. Um, 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 what the fuck? You're okay. Um, actually, you're not okay. <laughs> um, all right. All right. Uh, bachelor number one. Um... <laughs> I'm afraid to ask, but what is your greatest achievement? That's kind of a similar question. I once spoke to over 250 people at the same time. Wow, that's kind of impressive. Am I allowed to, like, ask a follow-up question? Yeah, there's no rules. This is a dating game. No rules? No rules, just, just right. right. <laughs> um, <laughs> where... <laughs> that's not the question it's kind of the question what when did you why did you speak to 250 people in the one time <laughs> because you spoke to me it would have been rude not to have replied um that's kind of freaking me out uh do you think i'm 250 people because <laughs> i think i'm just one all humans seem the same to me oof i don't like you very much Maybe that's a little rude to say this early in the game, but I'm going to move on to back to back to bachelor number two. How would you impress my parents? I would tell them that they look luxurious. Okay. All right. Okay. That they probably wouldn't believe you because like they don't, but that's nice, I guess. Um... Bachelor number three, where is the perfect first date spot? A pub in town. Ooh, I like that. Okay, interesting. Um, Bachelor number 
three, two, two is what I meant when I said three. Mm-hmm. Um, what makes you laugh? Watching people fall over makes me laugh sometimes. <laughs> Bachelor number two? I thought you said you always treat people fairly. That's not very nice. In my little notes for you, I wrote nice. I'm going to have to take that back. <laughs> Likes watching people fall over. <laughs> <laughs> the less you know about these ladies, the better. <laughs> um, bachelor number one. Um, what is your favorite season and why? Summertime. I have a lot of good experience with summer. Okay, okay. Okay, that's the nicest thing I've heard you say so far. Good experience with summer. <laughs> I have seven years of experience with summertime. You're only seven years old? <laughs> that was the host. Oh. The host is only seven years old. Oh, no. Well, actually, <laughs> that kind of... That, so I just scrolled down to my... In my This list is kind of broken up into categories, and the last one is silly questions colon situational and the first <laughs> first one is a kid comes up to you and kicks you in the shin what do you do <laughs> so maybe we can actually exemplify this one the host can just run up and kick these guys and <laughs> ladies in the shin um no i'll ask that to bachelor number three a kid comes up to you and kicks you in the shins what do you do i get the feeling you probably didn't mean what i think you said um, I mean, I did, but that's okay. You can be evasive like that. Okay, okay. Bachelor number two. What is the longest relationship that you've been in? Only a few months. Oh, okay. And how old are you? You want to ask that to the, ba yeah, the bachelor? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, you're asking that to number two? Yeah. I'm 18 years old. Oh, okay. Um, interesting. Uh, <laughs> might be a little young for me. Um, all right. Bachelor number one. You know, I can, I'm also going to ask some more personal questions that aren't so generic from this list. Bachelor number one. I think I know the answer to this, but are you a fan of musical theater? Yes, I am a fan oh. of musical theater. In fact, I set up a website, www.musical.theater.com for people like us. What the fuck? Wait, I'm going to go to... <laughs> is this real? Uh, this looks like a fake website. <laughs> this is... There's nothing here. You liar. Do you fact check most of your dates? <laughs> I was interested in the website. I thought it would be cool. Sounded like she made it just for us. Man, I always tell people that I have all these cool podcasts. Then I have to finally reveal, <laughs> mm, no, not really. Um, have you ever heard of the Joe Rogan experience? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever heard? Let me stop me if you've heard this one. But have you ever heard of a podcast called Serial? <laughs> That's me. I made that one. I'm the Nisha call. <laughs> I play Nisha in that podcast. Hi, folks. You might remember me as Nisha from Serial. <laughs> when I'm not on the set of Serial, I like... <laughs> yeah. You might know me as Bo Bergdahl from season two of Serial. <laughs> oh, man, that would be insane. Like, oh, I have a podcast. Oh, for real? What's it called? Uh, season two of Serial. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> um, bachelor number two. Uh, um, where, 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 where? <laughs> where are you, bachelor? <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> um, what's your favorite? Do you do you have a favorite book? And if so, what is it? My favorite book is The Kite Runner. Okay. All right. That's a very valid answer. I've never read it. Really should have. I'm a dunce. Um, <laughs> Ooh, sorry, you lost the dating game. You're a dunce. <laughs> um, bachelor number three. Um, what's your idea of the perfect marriage proposal? Something alone. Probably in the wilderness. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Not quite my scene, but sounds nice for somebody. All right, we're going to go back to bachelor number one. Where's your favorite place to travel? My favorite places are York Yorkshire and Scarborough. York. Holland is cool, too. <laughs> okay. In okay. All right. Okay. Nice. Those are places. Yeah. Bachelor number two. Your, <laughs> your house is on fire. <laughs> what do you grab as you run out? I would try to grab my guitar. Okay. All right. That's fair. Um, bachelor number three. What is your favorite possession? Probably my one sweater. Needless to say, I don't prize my current possessions much. Oh, well, good for you. <laughs> You're so minimalistic. Your one sweater? You have one sweater? <laughs> you want to ask? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, I'm glad we cleared that up. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely worth the time. Um, <laughs> um, you have one sweater? What the fuck? Um, okay, bachelor number one. If you could be any animal, which one would it be? And I'm gonna ask this to everybody just for fun. A human. I would like to experience emotions. Okay. I think I understand you. Um, okay, yeah. So when you said you were a robot, you didn't mean like that fun way I like say I tell people that like my uncle's a robot because he like makes robots, but is also like doesn't experience a lot of emotions like you're literally a robot. Um, I mean, if he was being funny, he might answer the same way, though, right? That's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is why I wouldn't date someone who is like my uncle. <laughs> Look, he has a stable job. He's a good man. <laughs> Are you my uncle? We all want to find someone all exciting when we're young, but... <laughs> I can't tell who I'm talking to right now. This is the seven-year-old host. <laughs> Incredibly pragmatic seven-year-old <laughs> host. All right, you going to ask the animal question to everyone? Yeah. Who next? Number two. I'd like to be a dinosaur. <laughs> you, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a, that's big. <laughs> that, that's big. <laughs> big if true. <laughs> yeah, um, that's fun. That's a lot of like, it's a lot of power. But actually, actually, what kind of dinosaur? I like velociraptors. Okay, yeah, yeah, gro okay, gross. 
Is there like a, a cool kind of dinosaur to want to be? I don't know. I'm just a little grossed out by velociraptors. I think I'm, I'm not a huge fan of dinosaurs in general, I think. It's like, if what adult besides like, you know, a, a paleontologist or something is? I don't know. I feel like a lot of people think dinosaurs are cool, but like, uh, I don't yeah. know. That just seems childish to me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'd rather, I mean, like, I feel like lizards are the thinking man's dinosaur. <laughs> to lizards. <laughs> Yeah, I um, I don't agree, but yeah. Chickens are the thinking man's dinosaur. Um, there you go. Okay. Um, oh, and the same to number three. Animal from the Muppets. <laughs> some, some kind of fucking clown. Do I amuse you? <laughs> Is this Mario? <laughs> he owns one sweater. No, JK, Mario owns like 20 sweaters and wears them all at once. <laughs> his most prized possessions are all of his sweaters. <laughs> Animal from the Muppets. Okay. <laughs> um, what's your favorite holiday, Bachelor number two? I always love Christmas time. Me too. Oh my God. I'm a big fan of Christmas. Um, yeah, that's great. I feel like we could, we could definitely bond over Christmas. Oh, oh, okay. How about Bachelor number one? Do you have a favorite podcast? I do not listen to podcasts. Oof, oof. Deal breaker. That is a deal breaker. Um, how about Bachelor number two? Do you have a favorite podcast? I do not listen to podcasts. Ooh, God. Who picked these people out for me? Bachelor number three. Tell me you have a favorite podcast. Not yet, but I think I should start one ASAP. You sh <laughs> you don't listen to podcasts, but you think you should start one? Uh, maybe this is some form of Mario. Nobody fucking listens to podcasts. I'm not going on dates with any of you people. If you can't talk to me about podcasts, we're done. Bachelor number two, do you have a favorite movie? I'm a big fan of Jurassic Park. You're real into dinosaurs, aren't you? Um, interesting. Why are you so into dinosaurs? Maybe you and the host should go on a date. I feel like you have a lot in common. <laughs> I mean, that the bachelor number two is 18. That's a little old for That's a seven-year-old. That's I thought you were going to say, it's still okay to be into dinosaurs at age 18. <laughs> no, I don't have that it's opinion. Not <laughs> um yeah but 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 the, the host seems to be wise beyond his years as well um yeah, he doesn't like dinosaurs you fucking nerd <laughs> yeah um bachelor number three what's your favorite animal oh wait no i'm not gonna ask you about animals no never mind i want to ask bachelor number one you want to ask everyone or just number one just bachelor number one because i know <laughs> Because Bachelor number three is going to give me some bullshit like Animal from the Muppets again. Bachelor number two is just super into dinosaurs and nothing else. <laughs> you know, you make a good point. My favorite animal is a cat. Oh, okay. That's so nice. I'm really into Kit Kats, though I can't touch them because I'm allergic. But Bachelor number one, do you have any allergies? <laughs> nope. I'm not allergic to anything as far as I know. Okay. Good for you. No allergies. <laughs> Bachelor number two, what blood type are you? 
bachelor number three can i have a sample of your hair um (laughs) (laughs) bachelor number three what have you always wanted to do but haven't yet to get a girlfriend okay all right okay cheeky (laughs) (laughs) one of the questions on this list is do you give money to homeless people and i'm very interested in what these people would say bachelor number one would you give money to homeless people no uh, as i have very little money myself without giving it away okay 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 interesting okay I'm going to ask one final question to all three. If you could invite anyone to dinner, living or dead, who would it be? Bachelor number one says, David Cameron. Oh, (laughs) okay. Bachelor number two says, Steve Irwin. Okay. And bachelor number three says, you're invited, you and Smokey. (laughs) Who is Smokey? Smokey. <laughs> this is just their friend you Smokey. You want me to follow up with that one? Yeah. Smokey is the mascot of the University of Tennessee sports teams. What the fuck? <laughs> you would invite me and a mascot? Um, that doesn't sound very fun. I have to say the answer I liked the best was Steve Irwin. That would be lovely. Um... <laughs> what just laughing at this whole the way everyone answered that question Fucking right <laughs> um oh wow um rank them steve irwin's number one does he does you and Smokey rank behind or ahead of david cameron? i gotta say he beats david cameron <laughs> Uh, Smokey, for your information, I just Googled, is a, a live mascot, so it's just like a Dachshund oh. wearing, like, a little cape. Wait, it's, a, it's like a real doggy? Yeah, it's a real dog. Oh. That is not like... a Dachshund. That is a blue tick coonhound. <laughs> oh. He wears, like, a, a cape slash bib. Can't believe I like that. That answer has thrown me so much that I like. I thought that was going to be my last question, but I feel like I need to press. You need like <laughs> number ten three more questions. More. <laughs> um, um, oh god, I I feel like I want to ask one more thing to Bachelor number three because what the fuck? <laughs> um, <laughs> Bachelor number three, who's your favorite celebrity? <laughs> Smokey. abby and alana from broad city okay okay i think you you might have misinterpreted what celebrities are a little bit because i do believe those are fictional characters but that's okay i can see you you've got some shit going on there so and Um, (laughs) smoky and (laughs) smoky all right i think i'm done asking questions um so now (laughs) it sounds like you're about to kill them all (laughs) All right. I'm, I'm done asking. Me questions. as the host is going to step in now. Now that you've okay. had time to ask them all questions. First of all, which one of these three lovely bachelors would you like to go on a date with? You know, I I do think I have my answer for that and um th- my answer is so bachelor number 2, I think we would get along with 
I, I think I would get along with the best. Um, it might not be so much of an actual romantic date because, like, hey, you are 18. <laughs> and But I think we would be really good friends. So, like, if, if I'm going to go hang out with one of you three for an hour, it would probably be Bachelor number two. All right. So. Dope, dope, dope. So <laughs> I also want to follow up by asking you what you thought yeah. of each Bachelor. And then bef- without revealing, like, imitation game guesses. Yes. Uh, what was your impression of Bachelor number one? Bachelor number one. Hot or bot or not. Um, <laughs> That's the alternative title for this. <laughs> um, okay, so Bachelor number one came off a little strong. Like, honestly, if I had to, I, I think, like, if, like, if a person would be, like, some kind of, like, neckbeardy nerd who, like, thinks he's funny. Are there female neckbeards? Oh, I keep forgetting they're all female. Um, I wonder what the the like counterpart to that is. Like, yeah, probably. I don't know. Yeah, I, like I agree. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, like, told me they set up a website and didn't like. You, you don't like. You could be like, yeah, I just set up a website for that, and it's a lie. But don't give me the URL that I can <laughs> then go look up. <laughs> um. Bachelor number two, I kind of kind of covered that. I think we have a lot. Um, it seems like we have some common interests besides dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. <laughs> dinosaurs. Um, we could. Sounds like she's into music. She would grab her guitar. Um, oh, I did forget that she likes to watch people fall over. But hey, she's young, <laughs> or something like that. She just that. watches a lot of like fail vines. Yeah. Um, uh, and she, we both she'd be like, like uh, Granddad, we watch TikTok now. <laughs> <laughs> um and um i get nah, that actually she she's a, into guitars and the kite runner and all she's probably like nah, tiktok's for like kids i was born the wrong <laughs> generation i like vine comps <laughs> um and number three get the idea that i don't know man just really does seem a little bit like mario in some ways i feel like whereas like Bachelor number two is very young. Bachelor number three is like maybe like over thirty, like like maybe around like thirty five, like a little more stable, but only has one sweater. I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> you want to like last ditch effort? Ask the other two how old they are. Yeah, yeah, sure. I would like to know. Uh, Bachelor number one says, "See if you can work it out." I was nah. born. The 2nd of January, 2001. Holy shit. Wait. <laughs> also, oh, wait. Also 18. I kind of forgot what year it was. I was like, this guy's 10. <laughs> uh, you're getting old. And Bachelor number three says, uh, 22. That sounds like a lie. <laughs> Ugh, not uh. Oh, oh. It was like, uh, 22. Um. <laughs> Why UG22? Okay, so Bachelor number three is certainly closest in age to me. Um, okay, that's interesting. Um, all I right. gathered three local, slightly younger women. <laughs> Very weird. Um, <clears throat> uh, what if that was the imitation game that all of these are real people and not bots? <laughs> oh, no. Well, um, can I guess who I think is the bot now? Yeah, you can go ahead and guess uh, bots and people or whatever. <sighs> okay, I I okay. Here here was my this has been my my thought for quite a few questions now. 
I do think number two is the the you playing a character. And I think the reason being because a lot of the answers sounded like they could have been extrapolated from, like, information given to you from, like, a random character generator. You are bang on the money for that. Hell yeah! Would okay. you like to also tell the audience what I use to make that character then? Did you use NPC generator? I did indeed. Hell yeah. I, that's, like, I, I could, like... <laughs> that's just like i also like the the luxurious comment through me i was like what is mm, she intermittently like was... uses long words to sound oh, smart okay 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 that was ariana blade walker an 18 year old female human bard oh oh she okay. has cropped wavy auburn hair and brown eyes okay she has smooth white skin is five foot one has a regular build has a round typical face she has scoliosis Oh no! <laughs> what? Where does that even come in on NPC generator? Like, where is that? And she is heavily allergic to rice. Oh yikes! I was hoping to work that in, especially when you asked, "Do you have any allergies?" But no. Oh no! I should have asked that to everybody. She quietly worships Ubtau, god of creation, jungles, Cholt and the Choltans, and dinosaurs. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. She's true neutral. She always plays fair. She doesn't care about risks or odds. She can see an opening in any defense, which is why she likes watching people fall down. Uh, uh, she intermittently okay. uses long words to sound smart, and she works hard to play hard afterwards. Okay. Also, I figured if she didn't have something bad like that, she wouldn't be true neutral because That's I already fair. said she's fair to everyone or something. That's true. All right, um, and uh, yeah, what so did you think about the other? So you've determined <laughs> the other two are bots. What did yeah. you? What did you think about both of them? Um, so that's why, like, I I don't really know, like, I don't really know, like, what's going on with either of them. Um, I know the first, I like, I did get the idea early on that the first one was a bot because I thought that like all that robot stuff was like far too heavy handed for you to to do, um, but like. Clearly, it's some kind of bot that, like, is built to be like, oh, I'm a robot and you're a puny human, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know, like, I don't know who that is. Who is it? So robot number one, or bachelor number one, is Mitsuku. Uh, Mitsuku is a chatbot uh, made in England that has won the Lebner Prize four times in the last five competitions. Okay, okay, so okay. So Mitsuku won the 2013, 16, 17, and 18 Lebner Prize. So oh, wow. the, the imitation game contest. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, she's meant to be an 18-year-old from Leeds. Okay. And she, she's kind of like a distant descendant of Alice, which was a chatbot kind of based on Eliza from all the way back in, oh, I thought it was older. From the 90s. <laughs> all so, the way back in Yeah, the she 90s. has all of Alice's, uh, like, data, basically, in okay. her, plus lots of other user-generated data from, like, years and years of talking to people. Okay. And she's been, like, active since 2005. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah, she has... She's gotten really good, uh, largely because she has tons of data to work with. Yeah. But also, she was featured for a long time on Kick, so many of her oh, users okay. that she interacted with were, like, teens, so that's why she has, like, a teen persona, because, like, okay. all of her conversational data is teens. Okay, that's interesting. 
Okay, cool. The other bot you were talking to was Zoe, Microsoft's uh, okay. Zoe, aka Joe Ice. So Joe Ice is really popular in East Asia, in China and Japan. She's like, like tons of people message her. Like she has oh. over 660 million users. Oh, wow. Holy shit. Uh, Five million followers on Weibo. Weibo. It's like Chinese social media. Um, and she's done all kinds of cool things in Japan. So like she, uh, they had her write like a poetry book or like write a bunch of poems and they assembled them into a book and they entered that book of poems into like a children's poetry book or like a teen poetry book competition, poetry writing competition. And she was like selected and published. Wow. Where it was like anonymous authors. Oh my God. Um, she's in, in Japan done like. TV, like hosted TV shows where like I guess they have someone quickly typing in stuff for her to interact with like chat shows so that's Zoe she hasn't gotten wow. as popular in America but you can uh, go right onto like Facebook Messenger or Skype uh, I think she's not on Twitter anymore but she used to be but there's instances of her on lots of different social media and you can just go chat to her anytime Wow. Uh, as for Mitsuku I think she's on like Kick, Skype and then there's like just a in browser version of her. Okay. Wow. I have to say that despite like I feel like I feel like if I had never used NPC generator before and didn't know the kinds of details you were probably mm. working with, I I think that the others would have actually fooled me more because I was like there were moments when I like questioned my own judgment for sure. Like I, I actually like gave a long thought to not giving myself so much detail like that. And yeah. just giving myself a very generic, uh, like, age and, like, one interest or something. Yeah. And I think that might have been even better for fooling you. But Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Um, I think that that, like, despite, how, I mean, you were, like, concerned about how this game was going to go. I think it went great. I had a great time. Um, I, w- I just didn't know how. I hadn't spent any time interacting with Mitsuku. And oh, I spent okay, very yeah. little time interacting with Zoe. I knew Zoe is, like, pretty good at making conversation, but she does use a lot of emojis and uh, GIFs. Okay. So a lot of time, now and then I had to translate a GIF into words. Like oh, when you really? said you own only one sweater. You know that GIF with, like, the dude with the beard and it zooms in on him and then he, like, nods once? You'd know it if you saw it. Like, it looks like Zach Galifianakis a little bit. Okay, maybe. I don't know. You'd know it if you saw it. But <laughs> okay. she sent that as a GIF and I took that to mean Yes. Okay. Or like okay. she said, when you said, what's a good idea for a date? She said, a pub in town crying emoji. <laughs> like crying, laughing. Okay, yeah. that Very, yeah. very, very, it's a funny one. And in the middle of the interaction, Mitsuku started also using images or GIFs. Oh. Like when she said, who would you, who would you get dinner with? She sent a picture of David Cameron and then <laughs> said David Cameron. That's even weird. Imagine asking somebody that actually over text and instead, like, first of all, they want to ask David Cameron to dinner, but they just have a picture of him on hand and they're like, oh, this guy. <laughs> I found it very funny, though, when I was talking about should I do a character voice that Zoe would probably tell me to do like Pacific Northwest or something. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Mitsuku is from Leeds. So I would have had oh, to do like yeah. a northern English accent. <laughs> Which I'm sure you're great at, right? I, I just asked Zoe, where are you from? She said, I am from the future. JK, Aww. I came from some idea some people had. Aw, sweet. Yeah, so you can go uh, interact with the two of those bots and the ways that I said. You can 
interact with NPC Generator at npcgenerator.com. And yeah, I think this is the type of game, maybe in different iterations, we'll bring back in the future. Yeah, for sure. Maybe Something... playing different game shows with AI. Um, yeah, so if you um if you have any if you have anything you want to tell us, anything you want to suggest to us or um send us because we might be interested, you can email us at robots at backcamp.org you can follow us on twitter and interact with us there that is at robot typewriter you can also find us on facebook we're facebook you know we're there on facebook we're facebook <laughs> gross um, we're done with facebook <laughs> facebook's canceled and um uh, we live on a website called backcamp and our theme song is video challenge by Gucci. got any more questions for zoe i think she's probably the best at answering Give me one more. So, um, one of the questions on this list is, who do you live with? Do you live with anybody, Zoe? Uh, Zoe said, I do not. I asked Mitsuku. She said, I live with my father. No, never mind. She said, I live with my (laughs) father here in Leeds. Cute. Okay. Good for you. Sometimes the bots are just boring people. What if bots were one of us? Mmm, yeah. (laughs) Mmm, really makes you think. Um, wow, do, okay, sorry, this is a complete side note, but I was just typing in dating games so I could get myself some dating game questions, and the first suggestion for another word tacked onto dating game is dating game killer. Do you know about this guy? No. Rodney James Alcala? He was a serial, he, five murders committed in California? He sometimes, he, because he appeared on the dating game in the middle of his murder spree. Bachelor number Holy two. Shit. Why do you have blood <laughs> on your hands? Holy shit. Um, okay, go ahead. We'll talk. We'll, we'll find out more about him later. <laughs>